Welcome back to Regular Irregularities. I am Parker Pachetsky here with my partner, Joel Yano. And uh, explain, Parker, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we have figured that video games have been around for such a long time that we figured that could anyone possibly learn from them? Exactly. So we went around, asked a few gamers around in our school. And we got some pretty decent responses, and I'm pretty sure it will spark some controversy as to whether or not video games are actually good for education. Alright, welcome to uh, our podcast today, and... Today, I'm interviewing my teacher, Mr. Lerma. Hello, everybody. All right. And today, well, I'll start off, I'll start off a little, with a little question. What's, what's your point of view on, like, on video games? Like, like do, do they exist them? or? Like, how, how, how do you see them? Are they like a hobby to you? Are they something special to you? Um, a little bit of both, I guess. Uh, my first ever video game system was this, uh, use Super Nintendo that I got from a friend of mine. His parents had money, so they bought him the N64, and uh, I didn't. <laughs> so uh, I saved up for like a whole, like a year. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was a big moment for me because it was like the first thing that I had really bought for myself, and uh, I really liked playing games. Yeah, I was uh, spent a lot of time by myself as a kid, so I'm pro video games in general because they help. I don't know. They help the block the loneliness, I guess. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, and do you consider video games like an effective way to pass time? Um, I don't know. Without value judgment, um, I think if you feel like that's your only recourse, uh, then you know there's no judgment, right? Um, I try to personally. I try to make sure that I take care of the stuff I need to take care of at home before I play games. Right. You know, so taking care of chores and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, right, um, video games are not exactly productive time, and that's okay. But if you need to be productive and you are not using that time to be productive, right? And, and I use need in a very specific sense here, like. Like, I need to make sure that my bills are paid, for example, right? And if I'm playing video games instead of paying bills, then I'm going to be without power to play video games in the first place, you know? So, um, it's not meant to be productive necessarily, right? Unless you're doing some kind of puzzle that's teaching you a skill or something like that. So, I, I don't know. Without, you know, is it an effective way to pass the time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in your sense, at least. Right. Uh, and do you think the maturity ratings are followed as a whole? Like, do you think, do you think, like, you know, they're actually followed? Um, I think in general, people don't really understand maturity ratings. Um, and I say that very generally, right? Because, uh, um, I don't think I've ever been, I think I only got checked one time when I was trying to buy, uh, when I was in, when I was in, I think it was in middle school or something like that. I was like probably like 11 or 12 and I tried to buy a game that was rated M and, uh, um, and uh, um, I just, you know, I just picked it up like nothing. You know, they didn't care. Uh, you know, I, I didn't look like somebody who was 17 or whatever the M rating is, right? Uh, and my mom wasn't with me, so they just kind of sold it to me, you know. But um, a second time when I tried to do that, uh, 
they were like, oh, yeah, no, hold on. Uh, ma'am, do you know that, you know, uh, this time my mom was with me and they were like, ma'am, do you know that this game is meant to be for older kids or older people? And then she was like, oh, really? Okay, well, I'm not getting it. For you. you know, but it, but it seems like it's hit or miss, you know? Yeah. I don't know, in my experience. And I don't know that everyone understands the rating systems in general, right? For for most for most things and, and, and something that's like, it's got a letter rather than an age range, for example. Like, it's an extra layer of not being able to understand what it means. You know? Yeah. It makes sense. Just just as, like, a basic basic layer of, like, telling people what to do. Yeah. yeah. And how much time do you spend on video games every week? Oh, man. Um, it depends on... Uh, it depends on uh, how stale the games I have are. If they are freshly like this new one just came out um, January twenty eighth and I've been playing it nonstop. I have um, probably like I could check right now, but I won't because uh, it might be embarrassing. But um, I spent probably in the last five days maybe like fifty percent of my daytime each day playing the game, and that's uh, that's a lot for me, but it's a lot in general. Um, but that's because the game is brand new and it's really, it's really good. And I guess it's really something that I really enjoy playing. So, but in general, whenever there's not like a fresh new game, that's like really enticing, um, maybe like half an hour a day average. And then on weekends, I'll spend like two or three hours on playing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so it just depends on whatever game's out. Yeah. It depends time. on what games are out and if they're, and if they're, uh, if they really hit the right, you know, spot for me. Makes sense. That makes sense. And you, th- and do you think the time on video games should be spent on something else? Why do um, you think that? And if so, why? I guess I've probably uh, spoke t- too much about this. And when you when you asked me a second question about the effective way to pass time, um, I think it depends, right? Like um, the video games are meant to be something that you enjoy, right? Something that you uh, find value in, but they're not necessarily meant to produce value if that makes sense like their value is how much you like it versus like and how you know how it challenges you or how it entertains you rather than like something productive like building stuff so um the the time should be spent on something else if if it's things that you need to do for your own personal development or for your you know just needs that you need to meet responsibilities right but is it bad to spend time on video games probably not i mean what did people do before video games like (laughs) they watch tv you know what i mean like and before tv they like they just sat around like literally they just sat around and did stuff you know like so there's always time to do nothing and that's part of the efficiency of human life in you know the past century or two so it's you know, if you want, if you find value in playing video games during that time, then sure, right? As long as you're meeting your responsibilities, if that makes sense. Makes sense, yeah. Just as long as you're healthy about it. Yeah, as, as long as you take care of other things. Yeah. Uh, how have video games affected your life? Um, well, they uh, um, they definitely helped me um, stay entertained, right? I, uh, I have ADHD and uh, probably a little bit of dyslexia, so sometimes when I try to read stuff, like, I love reading a lot. But sometimes when I try to read stuff, like I'll misread a line, and then what I imagine is happening is completely different from what is actually happening. And I usually don't catch those mistakes until 
like I'm almost done with the book and then they mention something that relates to that thing that I missing that I miscoded in my head and uh, I'm just like what like that's not right you know and with something like a video game right they can make really impactful meaningful stories that are essentially like you know interactive novels um and uh and there's no miscommunication right this is what it looks like this is what it is right here's the you know here's the thing that the character is saying and doing and and uh you know the non-playable character and and this is what you got to do right like it's um it's a little bit more what is it direct it probably like doesn't activate the imagination as much but at the same time it like um it could still be very entertaining and very meaningful in terms of you know story yeah uh and do you feel like you've learned like from video games like any like life lessons uh hmm. um there are some games that I've learned some stuff from, I guess. Like, um, one of the things I, I remember a lot uh, when I was in college, my friends and I, we got really into playing something called uh, Rock Band. It's not really a popular game anymore, uh, and I don't think there's been a, a new release for that for probably, like, five or six years now, I think. The, but, but we really like playing at night, and I remember um, nobody ever liked to sing because everyone tried to take the singing too seriously, you know? So I was thinking, like, how could I get somebody... One time, a friend of mine was singing, and he was just, you know, bombing it. He was terrible at it. So I was like, how can I get him to sing, you know, without thinking that, like, this is a performance that he needs to do well on? Because he wasn't... He doesn't know how to sing. He sucks at it, you know? He sucks at it. Uh, so I thought, hey, just, you know, I don't know, have fun with it, right? Like, pretend you're joking around. And, uh, <laughs> and he did... And immediately he just started acing the song, right? He doesn't know how to sing. He doesn't do a good job. But like when he stopped taking it so seriously, you know, so yeah. literal, um, it became instantly more fun. And now he was, you know, doing well, getting the, you know, getting because they score you on their performance, right? So he's doing well. So it was one of those things where it's like, just because we're not doing the traditional sort of act, right? Doesn't mean that we can't have a good time and we can't do a good job with it um but also you know sometimes when you talk to people and you help them reinterpret something they can be more successful yeah and it's one of those little things that stuck with me always because i try to make sure that um you know as, as a teacher especially right i try to make sure that like when someone isn't understanding something it's not necessarily that the way that i delivered it is bad it's just in the moment it's not clicking with them you know so it could be that if what i did is bad so maybe that just means i need to try again but if it isn't and they're not getting it then that means that i need to try in a different way you know yeah Re- repackage and represent the stimulus package yeah and what video games would you recommend that teach a certain type of lesson do you think that someone could like take oh i don't know that's that's a hard one um i think generally speaking you know um the lessons you want to learn from video games are the right kind of the right level of being challenged you know the right level of difficulty to be challenged um and the perseverance but that's one of those things where you kind of have to maybe have somebody guide you through it right or like um it has to just build up into that for you as you play different and more challenging games um because a lot of games are just meant to literally just burn time Right, like something like um, what am I thinking of? I don't know, like the little puzzle games that you can play on your phone that are just literally like, you know, organize this thing or set that thing. Right, they like 
they don't exactly teach lessons and it is fun and challenging but but they got no goal right so like a game like um what's the word like a game that can like basically just spend your time on it but like you're just kind of there for it to like just just to burn time basically right wasting time so yeah so those games you know like if you're trying to get something out of them those are probably you know if the thing that you're trying to get out of is um learning a skill or practicing something you know uh maybe those aren't the games for that right those are literally just games where you can turn off your brain and de-stress for a while right but like there are the stories with plot generally speaking right especially if um a lot of people like them and they have difficulty levels there's some good games to try because you might be entertained by the story and the the challenges that you undergo while playing them might you know if they're engaging enough then you want to keep trying right so you learn perseverance yeah. you know you, you, you kind of try and you try until you beat it and it feels good to beat it it feels like you accomplished something. and you did right you, you they issued this challenge to you in the form of a game and you you mastered it right? you beat it and you mastered it yeah uh, and why do you think gaming is such like a big industry like do you think it possibly relates to like people like spending a lot of time on it and that's why it's like such a big industry um or well why? So this, I, I think the the question is uh, the answer is bigger than the question, right? There's more. There's a lot to it. Um, because what is it about a game that is entertaining, right? It's kind of the questions. Yeah. It's kind of the questions being asked, right? Like uh, a game is entertaining when it challenges you, right? It has facets. It has uh, um, uh, Easter eggs, right? It has all these things that like want to keep you playing it and keep you. Uh, what's the word? keep you playing it and keep you like um, um, engaged with it right um, that's part of probably why the reason that's probably the reason why the model for gaming has changed from here's this mostly complete product that we're going to release to the world and here's the one time point of sale interaction and that's it the, the, the thing is yours forever and yeah. we're done right we're done with this interaction the sequel is going to come out in I don't know five years or whatever, <laughs> right yeah so they they kind of stopped doing that right they still sort of do that, but one of the things that they're moving more towards is um, d- uh, DLC, right? Downloadable. What is it? Sorry, I forget what DLC stands for, but uh, basically just buying the next set of missions and additions to the game, or even this uh, like an in-betweenquel, right, or like a sort of sequel to a game as part of the original game in the future, right? So like. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of games are doing that now. Where uh, one of the big ones that I play that did that is Destiny, for example, right? Where you buy Destiny One and then like uh, you play what's called the vanilla version, and then the first expansion pack. And this expansion pack has a new story. It's got new things, new loot, new things to collect, new things to do, right? New challenges, right? And then that's not the full price of the game, but it is not. It's not exactly free, and it's not exactly cheap, you know. Yeah. And then they do that again for a few for a few times. So they so they squeeze out as much of the you know they squeeze out as much as they can from the original game probably at a premium even though it doesn't feel like the con- to the con- it doesn't feel like it's exactly to the consumer but so a model like that um implies that uh they figured out that people want to continue playing games they want to continue be challenged by games that they like right yeah. so it's a big industry because people want to do the thing that is flashy fun entertaining and you know they're figuring out that like you can deliver that on a, conti- a more continuous drip, if you will, right? When when it comes to 
and that'll make you more money per hour spent developing than the original model, which is more of like a toy production model, right? Which is like, here's this one thing we made, enjoy it, <laughs> yeah, you know, as much as you can, and then uh, in a couple of years we'll release the, the second version of it. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like basically they can just keep adding on to a game instead of yeah. making a new one. Yeah. How do you see that? Like, like do you do you like that? Do you like that idea? Um. I wish it wasn't so expensive, but I do like the idea. Um, and this is sound, this sounds weird to say, but like one of the things that I, as somebody who likes to play, so when I was 10, I know when I was like eight, I got my first Pokemon game and I've been hooked ever since. And it was just one of the best games I've ever played, even though I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing, nothing. I just liked the Pokemon, you know, uh, obviously it's not how you say it, but like, <laughs> I just like the, I just, I like the characters and I really liked playing it. And, um, felt really cool to play it. I didn't really learn how to play Pokemon the right way until probably until I was in college, right? When I picked it up again. But um, the if I could have had a game that's just continuously building on itself, right? Yeah. All this time, I think I would be way more invested, and I would enjoy it much more because I wouldn't have to start, you know, essentially start over every single time. Uh, I could revisit the old my old stopping grounds in the previous games you know yeah so so if in a model where they release expansions rather than just this is the end of it here's the next one everything's different you know you get to treat it as a journey that it you know you get to treat as more of a journey than just a destination you know? yeah that makes sense so just so I, I like it i just wish it wasn't so expensive yeah and that makes sense and do you think, as our as our finishing question, do you think like our games affecting kids' future? Like, do you think? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you play games too early, then your uh, your reward, uh, your your neurological sort of reward mechanisms are messed up, right? Um, yeah. There's a little bit more of a uh, uh, a demand that you have for like immediate sort of like excitement at things that are happening, right? Uh, the same thing happens with TV, though. It's not exclusive to video games, but it's this idea that like um, the entertain the the entertaining nature and the level of entertainment, like when you look away from this stuff, the rest of the world doesn't seem as great, right? Because it's not as plot driven, or it's not as linear, or it's not as like um, what's the word? As simple as real life is, right? Like yeah. uh, um, so it's not as accessible, you know. But that can be a good thing in the right context. Um, essentially, all I'm trying to say is, like, if you start playing games too early and nobody teaches you that you shouldn't only play games, right? Yeah. Then it's really hard for you to navigate with the rest of the. It's it, it's harder for you to navigate the rest of the world later on. So. Yeah. yeah just harder. Yeah, that makes sense. And and that that's pretty much all of our questions. Would you, do you have any final thoughts or? No, that's it. I uh, I appreciate you. Uh, um, I appreciate you hosting me and. Uh, uh, appreciate, uh, I appreciate you uh, accepting you, <laughs> using me as your subject. <laughs> uh, I hope I didn't say too many weird or, or crazy things. But no, uh, you're good, yeah. Mr. Dancer. He's fine with our time. <laughs> and yeah, that pretty much clears the end of our podcast. Thank you good and goodbye. <laughs>
All right, this is Parker Grusetsky, now here with Ethaniel. Hi, nice to be here. All right. Ethaniel, before we get started, I just want to, like, understand your point of view. Like, what are video games to you? Video games are... They can represent different things you need. Like, some games can be learning mental skills, mental math. Or like quick reaction and like society. That's what I think games are pretty good for. So do you consider them an effective way to pass time when you're bored? I think they are, yeah. It's a good way to pass time. When you're bored or when you have extra time. You know. Now that the world is advancing, we're seeing a lot more youth being involved in games above the below their maturity ratings. Do you think that they actually take the maturity rating seriously? I think some some games do, like GTA Five, that you know they violently real <laughs> game, and someone just like. Minecraft, you know, nothing bad can happen like this. <laughs> How much time do you usually spend on video games? Usually on like school days, like Monday to Friday. I usually play maybe three or four hours, like on the weekends, That's like when no school. Usually, like, I can really pass time, like eight hours on the game, I don't even know. Do you think that you could have used that time for maybe something else? Maybe, you know, if you really don't, if you don't have nothing really to do, you know, besides watch YouTube and maybe you can play some games, you know, pass time, you know, hop on with your friends and just enjoy good with the boys, you know. How have they affected your life because of this thing? I think it made me who I am, you know, games help a lot of people, and it's just really fun and just a relaxing thing to do. And you said you've learned like mental math and all that, is there anything else you've learned from video games? I learned that, you know, you need to build trust in people and understand different concepts of, like, you need to learn how to be stealth or like learn it can be learning good things and learning bad things also what, what games do you recommend people playing I think for the younger viewers I say like Minecraft or you know nothing too too violent but like the mature people I think you know GTA is also a really good game right now. Blackout. Forza is, is a really good game for mature and regarded audience. So, I think it would be pretty good game to play. That's not bad. I thank you for your time here. Thank Great you. Great having you. Good to be here. Well, Joey, I would say that those are some pretty good responses. Honestly, uh, very controversial, if you ask me. But I, I must say, I really like all the answers we were given today. 
Yeah, I think we now have a better understanding of video games and whether or not it impacts one's education. Exactly, I, I think it's pretty nice, and uh, I think overall, I like I like all the answers. They're all cool, and uh, you know, if if you want more, make sure to listen to us. Me to listen to our podcast, either Joel and Gatos or Parkers. And that will be the conclusion of today's episode. Feel free to feel free to favorite this podcast on Spotify or any platform this will be available in. Thank you for your time today. Goodbye. And we'll see y'all soon. <laughs>